622 on Wisconsin's Morning News. I wasn't really looking for advice, but I'm getting it now on the old National Bank talking text line. Hot water heater was leaking this morning. I just shut it off. Some good stuff here. Yeah. Same day installation. Got a couple of calls for our guy, our hero. Well, I got on the phone and I called Sean Went. Yep. <laughs> Sean Went on the case. <laughs> Sean Went doesn't use a water heater. <laughs> he doesn't, doesn't need it. one, yeah. The U.S. Senate this week debating a bill that just passed the House, the NDAA National Defense Authorization Act, nearly $900 billion in defense spending. Congressman Brian Stile, Republican Janesville, offered an amendment that was added to the bill. It will require the Secretary of Defense and Secretary of State to regularly brief Congress on exactly how money earmarked for Ukraine's war effort against Russia is being spent. I spoke with the congressman in Washington this week. I think it's important the Secretary of Defense uh, comes and briefs the relevant committees in the U.S. about the, how we are spending the committed funds that are committed to Ukraine. We have uh, Putin, who is illegally and unjustly invaded uh, the country of Ukraine under previous authorizations. The U.S. has authorized money. I just think it's absolutely essential uh, that we're providing additional accountability, in particular to the American people, uh, about how their tax dollars are being spent. And there is increasing debate over that spending at all. We are well past a year now into that war. President Biden has declared seemingly indefinite support for Ukraine. Congressman Stile of Wisconsin's 1st Congressional District, still a staunch supporter to a point. I would oppose an increase uh, in U.S. investment that would include U.S. service members and risking their lives. And so I think it's important to step back and recognize the United States is not risking our men and women. Uh, It is Ukraine who are putting forward their soldiers to defend the country of Ukraine. Uh, I think it's important to also remember, as we said, it's, it's ultimately Putin who engaged in this illegal and evil behavior of attempting uh, to take over the country of Ukraine. And so providing assistance uh, to those men and women of, of Ukraine who are trying to defend their homeland, I think is reasonable. I do believe the president needs to make clear, though, of what his broader objective is. And inside uh, the NDAA, the same bill we're discussing, Um, I call the president to actually put forward his agenda, his objectives as to what the the country is trying to accomplish in this support of Ukraine. If we spell that out to the American people, if we provide accountability to how our funds are being spent, if we prevent U.S. service members from engaging in direct conflict in the country of Ukraine, I think we can make some real progress. What's the best case scenario outcome in this, Congressman? The best case scenario is is Putin changes his mind and withdraws uh, his army from the country of Ukraine. Um, We may not see that in the short term, uh, but I do think that's ultimately, I mean, pretty clearly the best outcome. And anything that even gets us closer to that direction is a clear step forward. Congressman Brian Stile, 1st Congressional District of Wisconsin. The other thing I wanted to talk to him about coming off the U.S. Supreme Court ruling earlier this month, the president did not have the constitutional authority to erase nearly half a trillion dollars in student loan debt using provisions under COVID-19 rules. president is now working on a new plan. It would be new authorization for erasing that student loan debt through the Department of Education. Congressman Stiles says not only should he not be able to do that without going through Congress, but that it also misses the larger point. I think what should be the most frustrating piece of this to so many Americans is the president's plan does nothing to solve the underlying problem. The underlying problem is the high cost of education. It's the hard work that we should be doing and that I was involved in when I was on the University of Wisconsin Board of Regents to actually limit or stop the increase in tuition to put controls on living expenses and address the underlying problem. The president 
is simply playing a shell game and moving that expense from those individuals who took out student loans, and he's shifting that burden to all taxpayers, including those that didn't go to college. I think that uh, is a wrong move, and I think at a minimum, your member of Congress should have a vote on this. Yeah, making something more affordable. This is point we've made when we've talked about college education. Making something more affordable is not making loans more readily available, which we've done for decades. That's his point, and it's been mine. The Regardless of what the president does with his plan this time around, it will be litigated. It'll be drawn out. Could end up at the U.S. Supreme Court once again, where this second go-around would, barring a change on the court, likely see a similar fate. So Congress has the power of the purse. So if the president is serious about this plan, he'd make the case before Congress and put it to a vote.